Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. This is the AC Report. Well, they blew up a chicken man in Philly last night. And they blew up his house, too. Down on the boardwalk, they're ready for a fight. Gonna see what them racket boys can do Now there's trouble busting in from out of state And the DA can't get no relief Gonna be a rumble on the promenade And the gambling commissioner's hanging on by the skin of his teeth Everything dies, baby, that's a fact Maybe everything that dies someday he comes back. Put your makeup on, fish your hair up pretty, and meet me tonight in Atlantic City. Ah, yes. It is time for our weekly look at one of the most interesting communities anywhere in the world. Monopoly City, Atlantic City, New Jersey. I don't know how they do it, but on 48 small blocks, they manage to pack a big punch. A big punch when it comes to gaming, a big punch when it comes to dining, nightlife, drinking, a lot of unsavory uh, you know, uh, activities. It might include drugs, might include prostitution. But there's a remarkable amount of history in those 48 blocks, whether we're talking the Boardwalk, the Steel Pier, some of the best cultural institutions in the world. And it's ever-changing, and it's one of the most fun things to talk about. But we're in for a real treat this week because Roger Gross is the publisher of Global Gaming Business Magazine and the president of Casino Connection International. He knows a lot about the world of casinos, not just in New Jersey, but around the whole country, maybe even around the world. Roger, it is great to talk with you. Uh, thanks for joining me on the radio. Uh, sure. Nice to be on with you again, Frank. Roger, I understand you are joining us from uh, the Silver State of Nevada today. That's right. I, I live in Nevada in the wintertime and Atlantic City in the summertime, so I have the best of both worlds. Where uh, where in Nevada do you live? I actually live in a little town called Boulder City, which is south of, uh, of uh, Las Vegas. Uh, I... So... Uh, it's a great place to live, great community. How long have you been out there? Uh, I've, I've been doing this for about 20 years now, since since we started our magazine out uh, out here. And I came out for a couple of years and 
I realize it's very nice in the wintertime, but too hot in the summertime. So, well, we, <laughs> we're, we're on a lot of great stations out there in Nevada on the Nevada Talk Radio Network. So uh, we have a lot of listeners that we're uh, that we're building out there. Uh, so we definitely right. appreciate the uh, the the update. Uh, remind folks, what exactly is Global Gaming Business Magazine? Who's it geared towards? It's geared toward the casino executives and the people who sell things to casinos like slot machines and things like that. We're the trade magazine for the casino industry, uh, even around the world. We we have uh, we have readers in in every country that where there's gaming. So uh, you know, it's it's really the the top uh, trade magazine in, in the business. If I'm working in a casino, whether I'm a dealer, whether I'm a, a manager or a pit boss, a stick man, whatever the case may be. Is it a pretty similar experience working in New Jersey, Nevada, New York, or elsewhere? Or are there a lot of differences from a worker's perspective, depending on where you're working? You know, there's there are nuances, certainly. Um, Atlantic City has a lot of people that come down for a day trip, and they want to win while they're down there. And if they don't, they can kind of get into a nasty, uh, nasty attitude. Uh, in Las Vegas, when they come and they, they play on the Las Vegas Strip, uh, they're here on vacation, and and uh, you know it's much more fun for them to mm. to to be in Las Vegas, and it, you know the attitude of the players is different for sure. Hey, why did Atlantic City never, with all the amenities that it has, uh, the waterfront property, the proximity to cities like New York and Philadelphia, why did that not become post gambling a Vegas style vacation destination? What did they do wrong? Uh, mostly uh, the politicians' fault. They, uh, they first of all, they they started the regulations uh, very strictly. Uh, you know, they 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 uh, they even regulated the the color of the carpet. You know, that design that you'd have on the carpet. Uh, you know, the the designs you have in a bathroom. I mean, it was it was just over overdone. And then, uh, you know, down through the years, uh, you know, there's been a lot of corruption in Atlantic City. I mean, you know, since uh, casino started, uh, two or three mayors have gone to jail. A couple of mayors have been forced to resign. Uh, you know, our current mayor is, is probably one of the worst we've had the whole time. Uh, so, you know, it's really been uh, been a, a, a difficult time to really develop that stuff. Uh, I mean, there's a, a beautiful piece of land. It's probably the largest piece of land, waterfront land on the East Coast that's currently undeveloped. It used to be the city's former airport that that they could never sell uh, you know now they're they're talking about putting some housing up there there's, there's a, a group that wants to put a little little uh, racetrack in there i mean it's just uh, you know a waste of that beautiful land and uh, they just have never gotten it together you know the state uh, the state uh, officials have been just as bad as the city officials so you know, they, they've never been able to put one foot in front of the other when it when it comes to being like Vegas. And, and it doesn't sound like you're terribly optimistic about where things may go in the future for Atlantic City. No, I mean, we're, we're in a situation uh, government wise in Atlantic City with this. The uh, the state has taken over the city government, city finances, and they've, they've driven the city into uh, half a billion dollars in debt. Um, over that time, over the past 10 years. Uh, the mayors don't have any control over it. Everything they spend has to be approved by the state. And then, of course, we do have this, this mayor who, who, uh, who's, who's got an ego that you, you just couldn't believe. And he's, he's doing you know, nothing for the city and everything for himself. So uh, it's not, not a good situation politically right now. And, you know, I don't know. I can't predict when it will happen. I mean, uh, Governor Christie came into town with some great ideas, and, and he just failed miserably. So, uh, 
I don't know, anybody, anybody who would come into town with good ideas would probably get shot down. If I'm, uh, if I'm a New Yorker or uh, somebody that lives in North Jersey, for instance, and I'm interested in gambling and I'm interested in maybe a long weekend trip somewhere, anything to be said for choosing Atlantic City over Las Vegas beyond the, uh, the closeness uh, of it? Or uh, are you always choosing Vegas, all things being equal? Not necessarily. I mean, we've got some great entertainment in Atlantic City. The casinos are are almost at the same uh, level as as, uh, Las Vegas casinos. I mean, if anybody's been to the Hard Rock or Ocean casinos, the two newest casinos in the city, you know, you you could plop them in the middle of Vegas and then people would enjoy themselves. So, you know, there's still a lot here. I mean, there's there's some great restaurants in Atlantic City, you know, even outside of the casinos. And, you know, the the myth that it's very dangerous in in Atlantic City is, is, you you know, it's just as dangerous in New York. So, you know, if you're if you're a city dweller and you come to Atlantic City, you'll feel right at home. Interesting. Uh, interesting. Anything new happening casino wise in uh, in either Atlantic City or Nevada? Well, actually, there's an interesting uh, development happening outside the casinos. Uh, the old Showboat Casino was bought by a, a entrepreneur from Philadelphia. And uh, he 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 was on the on show the- last week. Bart Blatstein. Oh, yeah, oh, Bart Blatstein. Right. Yeah. He's done a great job. He did it. On the casino area of Showboat, he put in an arcade. He's got a a, a go kart track, and now he's building an indoor water park right on the boardwalk. So uh, he's. I think that's probably the most interesting interesting thing that's happening in Atlantic City right now, and that'll that'll open this summer. So uh, you know, hopefully, you know, that'll bring more families to Atlantic City. And uh, you know, there's still things to do in Atlantic City. Steel Pier is still a wonderful attraction. They've got one of those big. Uh, Ferris wheel type of things now there, and uh, you know the views are incredible. And uh, you know the beach in Atlantic City is second to none on the Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. I, I, my and friends it's free, in, unlike uh, and, and Cape free, May exactly. and other yeah. beaches. Yeah, right. My friends on Long Beach Island will argue with me, but again, you got to pay to get on the beach there. So um, you know, Atlantic City is, has a lot going for it. Um, you know, and and uh, you know, if you're going to, if it's a choice between going to Vegas or Atlantic City, I'd give Atlantic City a try if you've never been there. What? Uh, where are you in terms of Restaurants. If you had to pick one or two favorite restaurants, doesn't have to be something within a casino, but it can be. Right. What would you pick in uh, Atlantic City? Well, I always pick outside uh, uh, the casinos because you know you, you have Same. to go into the casino and pay for parking and things right. like that. But, right. but uh, Atlantic City has you know, some great restaurants. Uh, the Knife and Fork has been around for almost a hundred years now, and it's a beautiful old building. Uh, the food is excellent. Uh, the same family runs a place called Doc's Oysters House. Which is the best seafood in Atlantic City? So, uh, and then there's a, a small uh, cafe on Atlantic City called Twenty Eight uh, on Atlantic Avenue called Twenty Eight Twenty Five that that has you know gourmet food equivalent to anything you'd, you'd get in New York. One of the things that I think is really exciting, and if people are just tuning, in, we're talking with Roger Gross. He is. Uh, an expert in uh, all things related to gaming. He's the publisher of Global Gaming Business Magazine. You can learn more about them at ggbmagazine.com. One of the stories in Atlantic City that I think is really exciting is the transformation of Bally's. The new ownership of Bally's is investing. They're putting in all sorts of new things. um, It seems like there's a great energy at Bally's right now. Now, as I understand it, the Bally's in Las Vegas is not necessarily owned by the uh, by the same company that owns Bally's in Atlantic City. Is that accurate? And what is happening at Bally's in Las Vegas, if you know? 
Yeah, that's very accurate. Uh, in fact, uh, as you're as we're speaking today, they're rebranding the Bally's in Las Vegas to a horseshoe. Mm. Uh, so it's going to be a horseshoe Las Vegas. And and anybody who knows their gambling history knows the horseshoe in downtown Las Vegas was uh, was always a terrific uh, place to gamble. Um, and that's the true of the horseshoes around the country. It's now owned under the Caesars uh, brand. Um, but the Bally's brand um, is still active. Uh, the, the people who, who run the Bally's in Atlantic City uh, just purchased the operations at the Tropicana uh, in Las Vegas, uh, one of the older casinos, and uh, there's a lot of excitement uh, surrounding that because there's a there's a really good chance that uh, the Oakland A's, uh, the baseball team, are going to move to Las Vegas, and they're going to really they're gonna locate. They're going to locate. They're going to build a stadium at the uh, where the Tropicana is. It's going to be a mixed use stadium with hotels and casino, uh, and it, and it will be branded Bally's. So wow, uh, yeah, I, a, I thought that was interesting since uh, Twin Rivers Gaming bought. Bally's in Atlantic City, they then changed their name to Bally's. So for a while, you had a situation uh, now that up until today, I guess, where Bally's Las Vegas was not actually owned by Bally's. That's true. Uh, That's you know, they, they had an exception for that, I guess, for about a couple of years when they had it. But now now Bally's is strictly owned by Bally's and, and the horseshoe is owned by, by Caesars. Uh, any any tips that you might offer to players in terms of how they can maximize their comps in either location? I've asked this to a number of casino dealers over the years, and a number of them have different tricks of the trade. But there's very little uniformity in terms of the suggestions that I've gotten from casino dealers over the years. What would you suggest for players, if anything? Well, you know, first of all, you got to sign up for the for the players' club, and uh, there certainly is a lot of differences between them. I mean, I, I knew a guy at one point; he was trying to put together a website that would compare, you know, how many comps you get at Casino A versus Casino B, and you really can't compare them because there's there's so many different levels, uh, you know, different ways you can earn points, and the points are worth more at one casino than another. But uh, I would just say certainly sign up and and then just see what you get. Um, you know, in Atlantic City, it's very competitive. Uh, Caesars has just redone their Caesars Rewards program, and uh, a lot of, frankly, a lot of the players aren't really happy with. with uh, you know, they've cut all, some of their benefits. They've cut some of their. They have you know special lounges in the casinos now. There's there's uh, fewer lounges that they can go to at the very high end. Uh, but uh, you know, when you look at uh, casinos like Ocean and Hard Rock, they've been they've been really uh, generous with their comps. So. Uh, you know, uh, I, I would. Uh, it's just a matter of doing some research about who who's giving out more, and uh, you know, just if you, if you go down to Linux, yeah, I would recommend sign out for three or four uh, players clubs, and and you'll start getting solicitations in the mail uh, that you can you can definitely compare apples to oranges. You know, you'd be able to see, you know, if they're going to give you some free food, they're going to give you some uh, some uh, free play on the slot machines, that kind of thing. So. Um, just and just make sure you use that card whether you're playing at the slots or the tables because uh, it all all accrues. Are you because you actually know the odds? Does that mean you're too smart to actually do some gambling yourself? <laughs> well, I, there's things. I, first of all, when you go to gamble, you have to you have to make it an entertainment option. I mean, you're not going to win. That's why they build these beautiful properties. Certainly, you'll win once in a while, but uh, but you got to take it as, as an entertainment thing. So, if you like slot machines, by all means, play slot machines. They're 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 uh, entertaining. The, the slot machines coming out today. 
uh, are, are just uh, marvels of technology. Uh, you know, they have some of them are 3D, some of them are 4D. You know, some of them the chairs uh, rattle when you when you get a jackpot. You know, the, the tables are, are basically the same, but you really should make sure you play the correct uh, games with, with the better rules. Uh, you know, blackjack has always been when you have it, when you get a blackjack, a 10 and an ace, you know, the, the payoff was always a three to two. Well, you know, a few years ago in, in Las Vegas, they started making it six to five, which favors the casino much more so than the three to two payoff. So you want to avoid those tables that play six to five. And, uh, you know, if, if you really like to get excited while you're playing, craps is, is one of the, the funnest games on the casino floor. Uh, it's just a little more complicated to play, but, uh, uh, you know, the, the dealers will help you. Uh, they'll, they'll tell you what to bet. And, uh, and uh, you know, it, it, it's a lot of fun to play those games. So uh, it's just a matter of, you know, approach it as entertainment. I mean, I, I do gamble a little bit. My, my games are video poker because you kind of have to think when you, when you make, mm-hmm. you draw the cards. Uh, I also, you know, love sports betting. Uh, and uh, I used to be a baccarat dealer, and I really like baccarat, which is a kind of a uh, you know, kind of a strange game, but but it's uh, very simple to play. I mean, it looks very complicated and highfalutin, but it's it's uh, it's really got one of the best odds in the house. Well, so. I, I play baccarat for that reason, both the odds and the simplicity. It's one of the few right. games that sure. I feel pretty comfortable playing drunk and and and, and winning. That's true. But yeah. um, why do? So, so many players get intimidated by Baccarat. I find that when I'm playing Baccarat, I am usually the only non-Chinese player that's playing. Well, that's true. It's, uh, it's, uh, it appeals to Asians very much. So uh, you know, I used to go over to Macau every year, uh, which is uh, right next to Hong Kong, and they have uh, huge casinos. And they have more Baccarat games on the casino floor than they have slot machines. So, uh, and and they just love the game, and and they they, they get very excited playing it. But uh, there's no reason to be in, intimidated just because uh, you know there are people who who don't have the same skin color as you do uh, are playing it. It's just it's a lot of fun, and and again, it's very simple to play, and you have you have good odds. Yeah, um, we are hearing a lot about what might be down the pike for New York City area casinos. The state legislature has voted to have three big casinos open in the New York City area. There's been some talk of Midtown Manhattan. There's been some talk of Coney Island. There's been a lot of other potential venues talked about, even maybe Staten Island. What are you hearing about the possibility of uh, New York City area casinos and uh, who appears to be on the on the have the edge in terms of getting one of these casino deals? Well, in the industry, everybody is convinced that uh, the two existing uh, slot uh, casinos, the uh, the uh, Resorts World at Aqueduct and the uh, Empire Casino at uh, at uh, Yonkers Raceway, are going to get two of them for sure. I mean, there's really been no doubt about that, just because they've already invested more than a billion dollars in each of those properties. So. Uh, you know they've got a head start on anybody else, but it's the third casino that's that's really interesting. We're getting some really great uh, competition there. You know we've seen Caesars talk about a hotel in Times Square. Um, we've we've got uh, Win Resorts uh, uh, partnering with the, the guys that are that are uh, building the Hudson Yards right next to the Javits Center. 
Uh, and if you've been to, in a wind casino, you know that's uh, it's at the top of the line. Um, uh, you know, and then uh, Steve Cohen out at uh, out at City Field is talking about building a casino next to his stadium out there, and uh, you know that is uh, I, I think that makes a lot of sense. We don't we don't don't really have a sense of which company is, is partnering with him, but a lot of people are are pointing at Hard Rock, Las Vegas Sands, which uh, which owns the which used to own the Venetian and Palazzo here in Las Vegas. You know, they're looking out on Long Island. Uh, toward uh, Belmont Park or maybe the Nassau Coliseum out there. So, uh, you know, there's some really interesting things. We know Bally's is going to get into it because uh, uh, their chairman, uh, Sue Kim, is, uh, is a New Yorker. So, uh, you know, there's a... Uh, He's, he's actually expressed to me that he, they're definitely going to get into it, and we haven't heard any details about where they're going. But then there's also one on Coney Island that, that they want to put up that uh, that the Yankees are, are a partner in there. So, uh, you know, there's there's uh, a lot of a lot of competition for that last remaining casino license, and uh, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see when they start, start coming out with the uh, the actual plans for for these casinos, uh, which one is going to win. Last question, Roger, about if these three New York City area casinos come to fruition, what does that do to Atlantic City? Will that be a devastating blow because you won't have North Jerseyans and New Yorkers making the trip down to Jersey Shore to gamble? Or is that something that the Atlantic City operators are going to be able to shrug off? Well, you know, it's it's an interesting uh, uh, idea here. I mean, again, if if those two casinos I first mentioned that we think are definitely going to get a license, I mean, they are already winning over a billion dollars a year. So, you know, they'll they'll uh, move up incrementally, but but it's not really going to hurt Atlantic City that much. And it depends where the third one is. You know, if the third one is in downtown Manhattan, not going to help. Uh, not going to hurt Atlantic City because you know people just don't drive to downtown Manhattan. You'll have a lot of Manhattan and visitors uh, coming to that casino, but you're not going to get you're not going to have the people you know driving over the George Washington Bridge or, or through the Holland Tunnel to go to New York. You know they're going to they're going to still right. come down to to Atlantic City. So uh, I, I think it just depends on where it's going to be and, and how, how they're going to market it. Great to talk with you, Roger. Roger Roger Gross, Global Gaming Business Magazine. If you're back east for uh, December 30th, you've got to come to my New Year's Eve Eve party in Atlantic City. Otherwise, hopefully our paths will cross soon. Uh, Okay, absolutely. Thanks, Frank. It's good talking to you again. Thanks, Roger. Appreciate it. If you want to comment on any portion of our discussion, you're welcome to give me a call. 800-848-9222. That's 800-848-9222. Straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight. Midnight. 